0: And joining us for this special edition of Wake Up Tri-Counties, we're joined in the studio by the voice of the Kiwani Boilermakers, Russ Hughes. And on the line is Coach Matt Clark. And Coach Clark, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, young athletes from last year, and it seemed like uh, maybe people expected the sun, the moon, and the stars winning. In, in, in actuality, when you have one starter back and one player that did come in off the bench, um, your team actually for the most part, I felt overachieved. What, what was your take, Coach?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, you know, you talk about that class we lost last year. You know, those guys were, were successful every every level they came through. And, and you know, i matured themselves into a senior year. And when you come back, you know, I don't think people understand um, how difficult it is. You don't have a lot of experience back. Um, so we, we struggled a bit at times with, with that, I think that aspect of being an experience kind of transferred over into practices. And, you know, some days we'd have a good practice and some days we'd have just an average practice or below average. So, you know, it, to, to replace four starters um, is difficult to do any season. But to replace those four type of, of young men that we had, you know, that were experienced and had a lot of success over the years, that was tough. And, you know, that our record showed that at 16 and 14, we were definitely up and down. I think that, that had a big part in, and the reason why we struggled at times.
0: Your team played uh, a very, very tough schedule, obviously. Um, one of the uh, teams that you played, of course, one of the better teams in the state, uh, Princeton, uh, ended up uh, losing them a couple of times. But the second time uh, uh, you played at their house, and. I was privileged to be able to come over there and watch that game. And your team played much better in that game, I thought. And, uh, Coach, am I wrong in thinking that you actually had the lead in the second quarter? Uh, is that correct? That
1: is correct. Um, at the half, we kind of let it slip away from us there at the half, but I think it was 30 to 23. Uh, at the halftime, they, they hit a three near the end of the, the second quarter. You know, at the time, you know, we knew how good Princeton was going to be, you know, in the summertime, and, and we played them early in the season after the Christmas break, and, you know, they're just loaded at about every position with experience and then size. But, yeah, you know, you're looking back at how they made a run to the postseason, beating teams by 30-plus points, you know, you know, when you get you by 20, it's like, oh, I was, I was a loss by 20. But, you know, Princeton was a really good team this year, and we, I think we gave them two of the better halves that some teams had done. Um, you know, we raised our level of play against them, which kind of gave me, you know, idea against other teams that, like, hey, if we can play at this level, against a very high-quality Princeton team that won 32 games. And if we could do that against the other teams, we'd be in great shape. But, uh, yeah, credit to Coach Smith. He he had those guys playing really well, and they had a tough one against Rock Ridge last Friday. But, yeah, we played really, really well against them, which was which was good to see. Um, but, yeah, Princeton was a really good team this year.
0: One thing that really stood out in my mind and look at these stats, and, of course, uh, Jeremy Peart and, and, and myself were able to watch these games – and we were so surprised by two things. First of all, the steals by your team, your steals mm-hmm. were amazing, uh, and the assists by your team were amazing. And then the lack of turnovers by your team. And when you see that, you know they are a disciplined ball club. And I'm not saying they're perfect, but they are high school student athletes. They're not, you know, high, college or pro athletes, Coach.
1: Yeah, we we pride ourselves on defense first. You know, I was reading somewhere this morning about the teams that, that made it down to start of the games that were played last night. There was 10 top offenses in the, in the state and 10 top defenses and matchups and the defensive won all four of those games that played um, last night, those top 10 matchups. But, you know, defensively, you know, at times we could really lock in um, especially late in games. We, I thought we did really well executing our defense and, you know, got some quick kids, some long, long-armed kids that can get out in the passing lanes and, and cause some disruptions. But um, the team, you know, they, they shared the ball real well uh, a lot of the season. Um, you know, early in the season we had some kids that weren't shooting the ball real well from the perimeter, and and that kind of hurt us offensively. But as the season went on, you know, Blaze Lewis and Cottrell and Reed, um, a couple of our guards knocking knocking down some shots that were kicked out to them. So, um, but, yeah, our defense is, is probably – Ahead of our offense, most years the kids got to put in more time. We got to put in more time in practice of shooting the basketball because you know when it comes down to if you play great defense and you put some shots in, well that's that's a good recipe.
0: Okay, we're looking at these statistics as I mentioned. Kiwani had out of thirty games you played, you had three hundred and fifty-seven turnovers. Your opponents had four hundred and ninety-one turnovers, Coach. What a huge- that's a pretty good
1: stat. That's-
0: yeah. I think so, too, Coach. We kind of pride ourselves,
1: you know, each game we talk about, you know, key points and key things that we need to do. And, and I usually put on the board about 10 turnovers and under is our goal. That's hard to do at this level, you know, with, with, with a lot of possessions and, and uh, a lot of pressure defensive teams play. So we average, I believe, 12 turnovers a game, which is pretty good uh, for us. It was right around where we were last year, maybe a little bit lower. And, um, yeah, we turned teams over. That was our best offense. If we could get out the passing lanes and get some easy looks, you know, made, made our offense a lot better, which then in turn made our defense a lot better. So, yeah, hopefully we can build off of that next year because we got a lot of these guys coming back and, and, and play a little more of a pressure style with some more depth this year coming up. So hopefully we can raise those numbers even more.
0: Well, you've got a program started. Kewanee High School has a program started with you as their leader, Coach Clark. Um, and what we're looking at when you have people like uh, your your varsity assistant John Henniger, your sophomore coach Dayton Nance, Aaron Pratt your freshman coach, and assistant is Corey Tavares. Um, a mm-hmm. couple of, of things that stand out to me was uh, Dayton Nance's team uh, ended up I believe was a twenty six and and uh, twenty eight and six in the season I think, and uh, then uh, Aaron Pratt's freshman team. I believe, was 12 and 13 on the season. Coach, can you remark on those two, please?
1: So starting with the freshmen, um, they were, I believe, one, had one win as eighth graders. And we had a couple kids move over from the Ponce, you know, that that, that filtered into our school this year with those students, the junior high to here. And then, um, you know, the summertime, they really struggled to put the ball in the hoop. You know, we kept telling them after every, every league game, like, hey, guys, keep after it keep doing what you're doing, you know, keep playing hard, keep sharing the basketball. And I don't know if they believed us at the time because they didn't win a game in the summer um, throughout. I mean, think he played about 10 games. And then, you know, the season came around. They started, I believe, like 1-7. So They're probably still not believing us. Um, but, you know, they turned around real well. Coach Pratt did an awesome job sticking to, you know, the, the key things that we want to get accomplished program-wide. And, you know, I've known Aaron since he's been, I don't know, probably 20 years now. He's just a little – elementary student at the time. So, you know, I've known Aaron. He's a trustworthy guy. So you know, he took the plan and ran with it. You know, A lot of nights you have late practices. So you didn't see a lot of them, you know, throughout the year. But when you watch them play, they just kept improving. So, yeah, 12 and 13 doesn't sound like an outstanding record. But if you put it all together big picture, it, it was quite the achievement for them to get to that that record. Um, Coach Ints, you know, he's been a Kiwani guy all the way uh, his whole life here, you know, playing here, coaching here in the last several years. Uh, Dayton moved up from the freshman team last year, coach, to the sophomores. So he had these same kids as freshmen that were sophomores this year, and they won you know, 27 or 8 games, whatever it was this year, just an outstanding year. And you know, I took two of them and put them on varsity, and they played you know, starter minutes and six-man minutes a couple of those sophomores this year with the varsity. So I had two of his better players, and he didn't bat an eye. Those kids competed. Every game, I think they knocked off Sherrard. It was 24-0 at one point late in the year. So they played, you know, really well as a team and competed, which I like to see as a very competitive class. So Dayton brings it out in the kids, and, and they definitely showcased it on the floor this year.
0: We have three seniors. Would you like to touch on those three seniors? Uh, um, I believe Clark Heron, also James Campbell, and the last was one of your starters, Jaden Little.
1: Yeah, um, James Campbell, you know, he's a four-year player here for us. Um, I know James didn't get a, lot, a ton of playing time, but, you know, I, that kid, I've known him since he was a little guy, too, and his enthusiasm for just being a great teammate is hard to match. His last two years on the varsity, you know, he, he brings the enthusiasm to practice. You know, he's he's some comedy relief at times. He's, he's, the, he's the bench leader for his enthusiasm and excitement over there, so, You know, I have a lot of positive things to say about James. Um, I wish I gave him some more playing time. But he understood his role, which is hard to do as a kid. You know, as a teenager, everybody wants to play more. Um, Clark Heron, another four-year kid. Um, Early in the year, he started. did a really good job for us. but He had an injury, a concussion, um, late November, early December against Dixon. So that kind of put him out four or five games and then set him back a little bit. But Clark showed up every day to work, and, you know, he he doesn't say much. Um, but you know his attitude about putting work in and, and being a great teammate. You know you can't ask for a better kid than that. Um, Jaden Little, you know he didn't play hardly at all last year either. Um, we had we were pretty pretty deep with our top seven or eight, so Jaden was was around that that, that mark. And uh, I told Jaden last year, your practice needs to be needs to improve your practice effort, and he did. And this summer he did really well. Last summer, I guess you should say. And Jaden, you know, he averaged about five and five for us in in points and and rebounds. He was our best offensive rebounder, and he played hard all the time, a really good kid. So, you know, those guys are going to be missed, and whatever role that they had this year, uh, they're going to have to be replaced for sure.
0: Four of your your five uh, starters will be back next year, and then uh, your two main people coming off the bench will be back, and then uh, you've got a Mm -hmm. plethora of talent coming up from the sophomore squad. Um, what do you see next year as, as uh, your strengths? And uh, what are you going to, to uh, uh, ask of your, your student-athletes to make that push and, and maybe get a regional championship?
1: Yeah, you, you look at 16-14, you know, that's a good thing to see that you have four guys coming back, but then those four guys and those extra guys that come off the bench, they're going to have to put in more time, you know, in the weight room. You know, we started an off-season program with the kids that aren't doing track or baseball, um, last Thursday we started that, so we're about a week into that. I've had a good turnout of of the kids to be playing varsity the next year working on you know, the other strength and conditioning type things. So we have to get bigger and stronger. Um, but, yeah, having the four guys back that played a lot of minutes that started, you know, whether he started this year, I don't know. We don't promise anything to kids. But um, having experience back, hopefully, you know, we got with Brady being a four-year player next year and Blaze being a three-year player next year, and you know, Cato Reed who was a sophomore this year. Will be playing his second year of RC basketball, and the Devonte Jordan and then Blake Johnston coming back after the, the broken leg during football. I mean, what a what a great story that is that hasn't been told enough. How Blake came back from that that broken leg and played you know 14 games for us this year. Um, you know, Will Rumbled um, did some great things for us defensively and and rebounding. So and we got a lot of experience back. We just have to dedicate. You know, these teams that have success you know, continuously, you know, there's there's a recipe for it, of course. It's, it's hard work and, and, and talent, yes, but you got to put in that time to improve your body and, and, and the game. And then, uh, you know, the mental side of it is very important too. So hopefully the, the experience that we got this year will pay off next year. I'm expecting, you know, a 20-plus win team, you know, if, if things go right. If it's not, if we, if we improve all year and get to regionals and, and have a good run, you know, that's successful too. So, yeah, we're, we're expecting, you know, with the juniors – Coming to be seniors and the sophomores moving to juniors, you know there's a lot of, a lot of expectations from those kids and expectations from me, but I think the competition and practice will be improved this year and uh, which will, will I think will make the product better on the court during game
0: nights. And just one more thing I want to mention and and that is you've got you've got uh, three players I call them the killer bees. Of course, they had of course Blaze Lewis, Brady Clark, and Blake Johnston. Other players there too. Yeah. There you go, Coach. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they they those guys coming back they're going to be i think you know you, you look for seniors and senior leadership and you know they've played a lot of minutes especially brady and blaze uh, the, and, and blake he, he's a whole different type of athlete for us that we, we missed this year with his physicality and the edge that he plays with you know he's always on the, he's on that line of edge all the time so you know if we can get those three guys playing at a high level they're 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 good friends You know, the three of those guys are in the gym, you know, after school in the weight room together right now. So, you know, that builds camaraderie. Um, But, yeah, Brady and Blaze can raise their level of play. I think everybody else around them will will definitely uh, be improved with it.
0: It's got to be incredible, Coach, to have that kind of base coming back with Brady and Blaze. Yesterday it was announced that uh, Brady is first team all-conference, Blaze making second team. Talk about the growing confidence of those two.
1: Yeah, um, start with Blaze. Blaze started the year – a little slow shooting the basketball. Um, you know, he's a really good perimeter shooter and I, he had a lot of, lot of duties this year with bringing the ball up quite often being the one. Um, but he struggled a bit with his shooting, but I tell you what, if I, if I, told blaze, Hey, tonight you're playing the two or, or tonight you're playing this spot defensively or, you know, whatever it was, he just shakes his head and does it. And, um, you know, he, he's, he's got a great basketball mind and, with his his mind and his shooting he knows where to be and Brady knows where to find him it's it's a weird I don't know how they do it sometimes you know I look over to coach Hennig like how'd that pass get to him and how did he know to be there um they kind of have this 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 mind thing back and forth they just know where to be because they didn't play high basketball together but you know last couple of years they've really found each other on the court and Blaze's game really improved as the season went on he averaged uh 12 points overall but 14 points in um, conference games so he rebounds the ball well for his size but yeah i'm expecting blaze to take that next step especially if he can dedicate some more time to the weight room and uh, keep his shooting eyes sharp to start the season um brady coming back you know, he's gonna be a four-year starter more than likely um you know i don't think i give brady enough credit i think people look at what he's done over the years and either me being the coach or what him being, you know, playing as a freshman, they expect things out of him. It's a tough position to be in for him, um, with me being the the head coach and dad both. And, you know, I'll tell you we don't talk much basketball at home. You know, I don't critique him at home, but if you came and watched the practice there could be a day or two where, you know, I'm jumping all over him way more than I'd ever jump on anybody else. And he takes it, you know, most days it's hard to be in that position, but his growth as a player, you know, he didn't shoot the ball real well from the perimeter this year from three point line, but man, he can get to the basket against about anybody it seemed like this year. And, you know, when he finishes around the rim, it just makes everything else easier for everybody. So those two guys coming back, you know, the, the Lewis and Clark duo, you know, as we call it, it's, it's got a lot of promise next year if they just add in some, some more time to the weight room and, and in the gym.
0: And also, and by the way, we want to mention that, uh, Brady Clark ended up with a thousand points this year, plus the, of course, but he he kept, got to that plateau, a thousand points. That's a, quite an achievement, mm-hmm. and just a junior.
1: Yes, uh, Brady led us, you know, a lot of categories this year. You know, we haven't had our banquet yet, but he he is a very very important person. I think that the team around him knows what his role is, and and they accept him for who he is. And you know, he led us in points, and led us in rebounds, and assists, and steals, and average a block a game. So. Um, you know, you can, even criticize a lot of parts of his game, but I'm not going to ever criticize his effort and his, his willingness and desire to win.
0: All right. Well, coach, we're going to wrap it up. Rusty, have any more questions? I just want to say, uh, thanks for being so open and, uh, with us all year. And I appreciate you coming up and talking to us after the games. Uh, that, that's important to us as broadcasters, but also to get your feel about what's been going on and, uh, for the most part it was a positive uh, situation. Your 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 uh, student athletes really responded to the coaching staff very well and and uh, we were always uh, very fond to come down and joke and, and tease a little bit before the games and mm-hmm. and it was uh, nice the way you, you that uh, your uh, your coaching staff always very open. We do appreciate that coach.
1: Not a problem. You're you're very welcome. We we appreciate everybody that puts in time, Sean on the radio and and Russ and and Jeremy up there in the booth. You know, with, without you guys you don't get a lot of a lot of coverage. We're kinda in like a no man's land with Peoria in the cities. So, um, anything that you guys can give to us to, to promote our, our student athletes and promote the boys basketball team and everything else that you do, we, we much appreciate it.